Hey guys, this is Will with American Hard Enduro. Um, today we were at the Mad Moose Extreme Enduro in Marquette, Michigan for the third round of the AMA East Extreme Championship by Sherco. Um, you guys have probably heard by now that Cody Webb won, followed by Tristan Hart in second and Benjamin Herrera in third. Um, it was a pretty wild weekend as far as the weather goes. It was super hot leading up to the race for Michigan. And then uh, it started raining this morning about 3 a.m. And turned, you know, primo conditions into a soupy mess. Uh, nevertheless, the trails were awesome. Um, I think everybody had a good time. Um, the difficulty level was way up there. Um, Blake and uh, Gavin were there filming with us all weekend and um, you know they they got some awesome stuff I know Blake has um, Cody Webb and Tristan's Hart's helmet cam footage so be looking for that in the near future he um, he said he got a, a really great battle on film uh, between Cody and Tristan so uh, there should be some really good stuff coming out in the near future one problem Blake just hit a deer with his van so he was unable to join me for a podcast so I did get a hold of Drew Kirby he's back in Knoxville Tennessee Um, we talk about the race quite a bit Um, there is some audio difficulty simply because I'm driving um, south in Michigan on Interstate 75 so hopefully uh, it's it's tolerable you guys can listen to the whole thing it starts out a little bit rough but it, it picks up and gets better um, it also started raining a little bit. Shocker there. But anyways, hope you guys enjoy this podcast, and uh, we'll see you on the trail. Thanks. What's up, Drew Kirby? Dude, what's up? Not much. Can you hear me? Hold on, my earbuds just clicked in. Nice. Uh, so Blake just texted me and said he hit a deer. Yeah, he called me and he said it's pretty okay. bad. Okay, well, that's what you sent me this right after that, so I didn't know if if that's bad or good, or how bad, I should say. He, he said it was bad. He said uh, exact words were um, the radiator is effed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, he must have squared up on it. Oh, that's not good. Well, no. where is he? I mean, he's probably somewhere in Michigan, I would assume. Yeah, he's north of us. Um, I know he stayed a little longer than we did, and I think he took a longer dinner. Oof. But, um, yeah, so that's a bummer. Yeah, that's that couldn't be – I don't think it – yeah, that's bad. Yeah, so I am in the car with the family at the end of our – Last There's number one for anybody playing along. Um, we are at yes. 4,874 miles for this trip. Holy cow. Well, are you? Yeah. Uh, do you guys still like each other is question number one. Yeah. Oh. You may have to call me back. It's going. It's going digital. Oh, you back? 
Okay. It's pretty, pretty. Yeah, it's pretty techno. Are you going to sleep right now? Uh, I, I'll give it another 10 minutes. So I don't know if you're getting anywhere closer to town. Okay. Well, I've got another bar now, if that sounds any better. It sounds a hundred percent better. Okay. So the 2020 version of the Mad Moose Hard Enduro happened today. The third round of the AMA uh, Eastern Extreme Championship by Sherco Factory Off-Road. And, um, man, I tell you what, that was a hard enduro. Well, so I've talked to two pe- oh, three people, and everyone said it was legit. Who did you talk to? So... Well, I've been watching live laps all day, and it's been really confusing because based on the race format, I wasn't sure um, right. of, of, like, the overall finish. I mean, I figured I saw Cody and Tristan, and I think Benji Herrera got third. But, like, yeah. back down to, you know, of course, I was watching, like, you and Travis and Gavin and Chuck. And so I called Chuck, and he he had some issues. I think he went out for the third race or the third lap. Um, yep. And then he wasn't sure if you did the second lap. And then I talked to Gary Davis and then we had to talk about Jackson Davis and some of the stuff that went on there. But I heard it rained all night and also talked to Travis Wilson. So I heard it rained all night, Saturday night, last night. It did. And then yes. it just made it even more extreme. So fill me in, tell me everything that happened. Cause we haven't talked in two weeks. Well, I went on, let's see, Saturday night. I went walking, with Glenn Larson, we rode our motorcycles and he showed me a few sections and he was like, he was like, I got to show you this section. This is, this is top secret. Nobody knows about it. He was called called Tennessee holler. It it was like straight out of Windrock, but it was super gnarly. There were, I think there were three lines that it, it was crazy because you would go like far right and then you could go middle and then go left. And then, you know, the last bit of it just got so difficult. Um, I tried the far right hand side, which was super rooty and slick didn't work. So I tried the far left hand side, which was like, it was kind of remind me of great wall of China and tough, like roar. Okay. Um, yep. Really, really rocky, way rockier than that. though. just super gnarly. I could not get over this one little ledge. So I ended up going back down, tried the middle line and there was this big old ledge I was scared of, but I hit it perfect, made it up it. Um, so finally got out of that section. But well, what race was this? Was this or I guess what lap was this? Because it was three laps. This, correct. This was the second lap, and and so what happened to me was I started on the first row, and they started. They had two rows of pros, and they started us all at the same time. So two rows of ten. Oh wow! And of course, Cody Webb was right behind me. <laughs> and uh, so I'm doing my best just to get the heck out of the way, you know, because I'm about to get run over. Yeah. Then you're up and down a bunch of sand pits, and I ran possibly the the wrong tire. Well, that I was the, I was going to ask you that earlier. What'd you go with? I ran the gauntlet on the I ran front and rear gauntlet. Okay. Um, so the the previous day when it was dry, the gauntlet worked well, and it worked really well on the rocks. Oh, so okay. I, I really, I had an Ibex ready to go, but I was like, well, the first race isn't supposed to be that hard. So I will just, I'll just make it work. Okay. So the, the, 
right off the bat, we started down this huge sand pit up and down the sand pits and that gauntlet, or excuse me. Yeah, that's what it was. The gauntlet yep. didn't like the sand, the short knobs, um, uh, not, not the enough. Gotcha. No. So I felt like I was, you know, redlining and hardly moving. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, so I'm dead last out of the 20. Okay. So that's two and, rows of 10. You're last out of them. Gotcha. Right. So, you know, probably within the first quarter mile or half mile, we go to an enduro cross section. And the first feature is like some kind of chopped wood and then a, a, a car tire section. Get through there. All right. The next the next little test is some huge, like monster truck size tractor tires. Oh, so there were probably five or six people just floundering around in there and, and I swear there were four bikes down in the center of these tires. <laughs> so I just, I just sat cause there's nothing I could do. Um, Zach attack was right in front of me. So I'm like, well, I, I can't go anywhere. I'm just going to chill here. You know, as I see the rest of the pro class disappear into the woods, you know? Yeah. So finally I get up there and I flounder around. I, I must've wasted five minutes on this one obstacle Finally got going, still in last, um, and, you know, a few more enduro across obstacles, which weren't bad. They had a big teeter-totter, that, which was very cool, but most people, I think, were crossing the log, which I, I crossed a big log instead of trying the teeter-totter. Okay. But work our way into the woods, a couple big hill climbs, a couple big descents, um, and my premonition that the first race wasn't going to be that hard quickly was changed the, the, the I mean this the first race rivaled any final of a hard and I've been in well so I listened to ironically enough the podcast you did with I, I can't remember the guy's name about Jeff Matt, McGowan Jeff McGowan and he said the first race wouldn't be that bad so was it the weather or was it just it it was hard yes it was both <laughs> okay uh, the weather I made think, it harder. No, I really think if it had been dry, it would have been super fun and you know not near not not nearly as difficult. But okay, obviously for those top guys, they don't care. They just go. They're yeah. um, they're freaks. Well, and and, and you had such a good, you had a good point in the podcast. You're like, what if Cody Webb smokes us all by 30 minutes in the first race and we're done? Yep. And his point was, yeah. he won't do that. And I'm like. Yeah, I don't know, because after what happened in Ohio, I mean, the level yeah. of Cody and the rest of us is, is significant, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, Tristan kind of hung with Cody, um, and I think Herrera did as well, but I think that last race where they were within a, a few minutes of Cody, I think Cody might have had the wrong tire setups, what he told me anyways – he said really? he was having some jet, some jetting issues as well. Oh. So, and, and that's when I told him he needed to get a TPI bike, and he, he <laughs> thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he had something to say about that. Do you know what tire he was running? Because I know he's been running the Kenda Gnarly pretty much exclusively in the rear anyway. Yeah, he, he was running the Gnarly, and he said that's the first time that he wished he had to run the Ibex. So he's wow. coming around on the Ibex slowly but surely. Oh. Well, I was mounting but, up tires for Battle of the Goats, so I may have to rethink what I'm working on right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's right. I'm, I'm I'm totally just 
mind blown right now about what tires <laughs> you're running. I'm clueless. Um, well, so but, were you? Were, hold on, were you running the gauntlet on tubeless? Yes. Okay. All right. So it, back to it, back to go ahead. It was the 130. It wasn't the big one. It was the okay. you know, yeah, pretty big one. Yeah. And then um, so that's that's when I ran the first race. Okay. Hold on just a second. You're good. So, anyways, <laughs> All right, the so first, it, it, yeah, tell us about the first race. Wrap that up or finish that out. Yeah. So I finally, you know, I, I struggled. I had some monster crashes. Um, I had one right in front of Zach Attack, and I hope he got it on his helmet cam because I ghost rode the boat, the bike up like a. It felt like a twenty foot rock ledge, um, real slick, and threw it over the top and then I fell backwards Oh! and I, f- I fell all the way to the ground. I think I landed on my back um, and <laughs> he and Zach Attack comes rolling up and he's like, you all right, man? And I'm like, I think so. <laughs> so it, it, like I had to go around this cliff to get up it. Well, so find you're, a place to climb up it. But your bike made it though, right? My bike made okay, it. So that's the important part. Yeah. So got to the top, got my bike out of the way. And then I was like, Hey, you want me to wait on you? And he gave me the go-ahead signal, so I was like, "Okay, fair enough." That's the last time I saw him. Oh, well, <laughs> and I heard le- I heard later that he crashed pretty hard. I hope it wasn't there. Okay. It might have been. Oh well, I I was wondering because again I was watching results from down here in Tennessee, and he he was up there, and then in the final overall, he was nowhere to be found. So I was wondering what was going on. Yeah, I don't. Well, so, anyways, the first round. I finally made it around to scoring, and okay. they were like, "The second race is about to start. They're like you're in, but you got to go." So oh I my had, gosh! It was like a two mile transfer back, and I, th- I think it was another probably half mile to where we were parked. So go past the starting area, and I see them all getting lined up. And I'm like, "Well, it, actually, they weren't getting lined up. I had 17 minutes from the time." I passed the starting area too. I had to be back, so I went okay. back, changed it, changed the wheel. Okay. Um, had a sandwich, or tried to force down a sandwich and some Gatorade. Um, change goggles, change gloves, because I mean were, they were destroyed. Were you wearing goggles, or did you just get fresh ones? I just got fresh ones. Okay. <laughs> no need to kid myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was just asking. Like, it, see, I heard it looked wet and you know and very damp there, so I was just wondering. Yeah, so I did that as quick as I could, and then I sprinted back to the starting area. And when I got to the starting area, they were already in the sand pit. So, oh wow, you know, I'm already behind by 30 seconds. So it kind of actually worked out though, because the sand a lot better. Got to the first tire obstacle when, and there were only two people hung on it this time. Oh, that worked so out. I chilled, let my arms settle down made it over cleanly that time um and i don't know probably that that lap was crazy because they had all these like little let's just say they were 20 foot rises and all of these 20 foot rises had single double or triple like step ups rock step ups and of course the, the mud was getting drug across them and when you dropped off of these you know mounds or whatever you want to call them that's when um, you you had the same thing coming down. So sketchy, sketchy up, sketchy downs. Hard because <laughs> what was be- the hard part? <laughs> in between, in between all of these, you know, 
fun, challenging, trousy, you know, obstacles were downed saplings, deadfall, <laughs> um, the most like Devin would have liked this race. Cause I bet we crossed 500 trees per lap. Um, oh. and they were all, they were all at that angle where and you just knew it was about to get you. Did they, did and they have bark or were they just completely slick? No, no. By the time I got there, they were slicked off. Oh. And, and the worst ones were like the four inch diameter ones that you could barely see. And man, they, I don't think I went down on one all day, but it was oh. just like a constant struggle with your shoulders and your abs and, just you know trying to squeeze the bike with your legs well so i wish i had a recording talking to travis wilson yeah because he said the exact <laughs> same thing he said the little ups were fun he went over the bars on some of those downs you're talking about yeah he said but honestly we crossed eight he he said like 500 he said in the big <laughs> one he said the big ones weren't the problem he said yep. the three inch diameter he said i don't know how many times i went down just like and you're so tired, you can't even get the front end up. Well, and I think that gauntlet front end, front tire was kind of a ticket because I was running like nine-ish pounds. And okay. It shocked me that I was able to roll over most of those things. And then, you know, when the rear tire got there, I get kicked, but you still make it over once, you know, once you've got the forward momentum going. Yeah. But I was, I was riding along at one point, kind of on this like real ledgy, you know, there's probably like a 45 degree angled rock slope to the to the right. Yeah. There was banner tape, banner tape there, and I hit a, ro- a root or a rock or something, and it shot me <laughs> sideways down this embankment, and and I couldn't, like, I ended up in a place that I couldn't get out of. So I, I ended up like way off trail, and, and kind of lost. And I just happened to run into Glenn Larson, oh, the same dude I, that it, yeah, yeah. shown it, shown you around. And Glenn's like, dude, the trail's way back here. And so somehow, I, I, I don't even know what I did. But anyways, got back. You know, uh, I crashed into the lap. And when I hit the ground, I landed in a pile of Ooh. I'm running. It ended. Maybe cut off to uh, to make a race, but shoot, disconnected again. So no, you're good. I hear you. You're, you're breaking you're up coming. on me a little bit. What'd you say? Yeah, I was. I was gonna say I still got you. You were coming and going, but so you okay. didn't. I think I basically heard you didn't make the cutoff for the third loop. Correct. Yeah, that's right. I was I was a couple minutes late, and okay. I was. It wouldn't matter if I'd been on time or not. I wasn't doing the third loop. So, um, I looked at my watch. I'd burned over two thousand calories in, Oof. you know, in a, in how a long, few hours. I was gonna say, how long did you go, like from the start loop one to the end of loop two? Do you know off the top of your head? Um, I don't know. I, at least, I think the first race took me about an hour a little bit over an hour i think it took cody okay. like 40 minutes or 37 minutes something crazy yeah you and, gotta love and, that yeah and then the second race took me i'm sure well over an hour um at a tennessee hall I was in the second race and there was something called stairway to heaven 
And then there was this big rock slab where Jackson Davis caught me. Yeah, and nothing like getting the A, a guys catching you. You're just like, oh, well, hate that. I, I, dude, I can see the progression in him every week. It's it's crazy how good he's getting in a hurry. Yeah, sorry, Blake, Blake was calling me. I just had to ignore him. So what did you say again about Jackson? It's just crazy how good he's getting. Like he, every yeah, week well, I see him race, he, it's it's an yep. obvious improvement. No, he, he is. And, and that Danny Lewis um, – Guy, you know, kid, the A kid, he's been killing it. And Jackson beat him. I think I heard Danny Lewis got stuck in the second race. I think Travis said they got stuck in some place that was like eight to 12 inch deep mud ruts with roots yep. in it. And him and Danny got stuck there together. And that's what gave Jackson the lead. But so what I didn't understand is from your podcast, it said the the leader of each class, you have 30 minutes to finish within the same time as the leader of your class. Right. So Jackson finished race two, but they wouldn't mm-hmm. let him start race three. Jackson had the option to start race three, but no one else finished in time. So he would have been running it by himself. So they told him on the line, they're like, Dude, oh, okay. You, you know, you're going to be out there by yourself because the, the pros went off 40 minutes earlier and um, gotcha. they were like, we don't, we don't really recommend it. And he's like, well, I'm going to go take a shower and get clean, okay. you know. Okay, so, so was, that, that he, makes a lot more sense. Yeah, he was psyched. Um, I, you know, I, I seem to always ride with Jackson. I just need to ride A-class, I guess. I, I start I, off with him. Well, that's what I've been, I've been thinking this whole year. I'm like, I have no business starting with the pros. Like, just let me go back to the A-class and I, I can hang with these guys. I have no business being with the pros. But the, the, the level of is. competition, man, the level of competition is good. It's just getting. Oh, you went digital again. Oh, sorry. Nope. Oh, now you're back. Maybe. Oh, sounds better now. You back? I'm back. I don't, right. so, I don't know I don't know what that's gonna do the recording. Hopefully it'll splice it all together. Yeah, it'll just make it sound beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well so overall what'd you think? I mean you haven't been on a bike in two weeks, you've been out cruising around <laughs> the the Midwest. Um I felt like I hadn't ridden a motorcycle in a few weeks, but the races it was blazing hot on Saturday and then today the rain kinda put a damper on things yeah and then they had i don't know if you heard but they had some issues with they ran the first loop and then by the time the pros started the third loop sections they um there still were sea riders on the first loop and they managed to not get some of the trail you know some of the like five miles of hard stuff opened up so yep. the the first riders like Cody and Tristan and all those guys missed this section of trail, and then they opened up that hard section of trail right as Chuck Delulo rolls oh. up on it. So yeah. So anyways, I, I, I heard some of that, you know, and it, and it's hard again. I'm I'm on the couch in Tennessee. Like I talked to Chuck, he wasn't happy about. He he felt like they kind of rushed it a little bit. What's that? 
I said Chuck felt like they kind of rushed the races together a little bit, and then that's what kind of led to that mismarking of the course. Yeah, I, I think that might have been the problem. Um, they tried to stick with their format, and I don't think anyone anticipated that there would still be sea riders out there, or I don't think anybody anticipated that the top guys would do, yeah. the, do the races so quickly. And, like, that crushed me, not not having any kind of break. Um, and oh, I, think I can't imagine. Chuck made mention of that as well. He's like, man, when do we get to take a break? He's like, you don't. Yep. It's like three laps in well, a row. Well, in my head, I thought it was almost similar to what we did in Ohio. It was like a race, a break, a race, a break, a race. But it was boom, boom, boom. I did not understand that. Yeah, that, that was it was pretty brutal. Well, so you haven't ridden, obviously, like you said, in two weeks. How are you feeling physically after the race? Because Travis said he was, like, wiped out. I'm okay. My right calf keeps cramping. But um, <laughs> Wait, does that make you go faster in the sprinter? Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to put it on the cruise. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so what's y'all's plan? you trying to get, like, down the road a little bit? Because you're, what, 14 hours from home. Yeah, we are now nine hours from the house, so um, I think we'll probably, I don't know, we'll probably drive a couple more hours. We're going to stop at a Cracker Barrel or something. All right. Well, cool. And then ease on in tomorrow. Yep, ease on in, try to get some work done on the road, and uh, back to the real world. Well, so speaking of the real world, this is not, this is the AHE real world. Tyler has been calling me, telling me what's going on talking up the race and he wants to do a podcast talking about stuff one day next week so i told him it'd probably be tuesday or wednesday till you got back and we you know maybe we can throw a recap up by itself or a recap of the race with this and then we'll get him something yeah for sure we we need to do that as quickly as possible because yep it's this weekend i've heard some good rumors about some uh athletes that may be at battle of the goats i hope it comes true I've I've heard a couple of you. Is there something I need to know about? You just want to go ahead and spill it for me? I don't know. What have you heard, Drew? I heard Keith Curtis might be trying to get in. Um, I haven't heard any bigger names than that. Is, is there something you you were in contact with all those? I mean, you are running a rock star Husqvarna, from what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that was quite hilarious. Uh, I'll tell that story right quick. Um, so, uh, what's his name? Josh. Um, Oh, Josh Shecker. Shecker. Yeah. Extreme Josh. We don't even need his last name. Just call him Extreme Josh. So Extreme Josh, we were, we actually, we went to dinner in Marquette and then we went to the Black, the Black Rocks and jumped off into Lake Superior with me and the kids and and Deb. The water was so cold, but it felt so good on a 95 degree day. No, I can't imagine. So I get a text from Blake and he's like, hey. Um, you care if they switch your stock Husky plastics out with Colton's plastics? Cause Oh, he needed, that's what, so Noah, Noah he couldn't run them. He couldn't run the Rockstar. And I, I was like, well, why don't they just tear the, the graphics off of the others? And, and they're like, well, Husky requires that he have a H, you know, a Husqvarna logo oh. on, his, on a shroud. And there's nobody else here that has stock shrouds. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I'm good. It's going to cost you, boys. No. So I was like, yeah, go ahead. I don't care. Yeah. So 
then Blake sends a picture to our our group text. Yeah, and it was it's pretty hilarious. So I, I was rocking the uh, the husky rock star, and, and of course I put an American Heart Enduro sticker right in the middle of it. Well, I don't I don't know if you're on speakerphone with the family, but the AHE sticker you I'm put not. on reminded yeah. me of a pasty that a a topless girl would wear <laughs> over the center of her breast. So I was like, uh, oh, that's that's very well played. <laughs> well, but that's like, even a, that's even a better backstory because Josh gave me two bags of Colton's plastic that's takeoff that's sitting in my yep. basement right now waiting for you to get home so I can give it to you because it does me no good. But well, oh, that's, that's even that's more what plastic. Jo- Josh was like, why aren't you running those plastics I gave you? And I'm like, well, I haven't been home, man. Yeah. So that was funny. Um yeah, and, and Blake was saying it looked like the Hardy's logo with uh, no. or the star, you know, the, the mm-hmm. star burger. Mm-hmm. So oh. we, we, had a, well. we had a good laugh of that. And then when I started the first race, Cody was right behind me. So I walked back there and I was a rock star on my bike. That mean you have to run me over. <laughs> Easy. Easy. <laughs> he, he was like, I'm coming for you, Will. I'm like, yeah. I'm getting out of your way. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to turn left. If the trail goes right, I will go left. Don't hit yeah. me. I don't oh. think I had to get out of his way. He was behind you know, He was behind me before I even freaking got started. Oh. Well, so overall, good race. You enjoyed it? Yeah, definitely. It was brutal. It, it's exactly what we pay to do. Um, good. Those those UP Sandstormers are a lot like the Roar guys. Yep. They they put on a good show. I mean, they obviously they had a major hiccup, and uh, I talked to Nick Farringer about it, and he said it kind of took the wind out of his sails because he's like, man, what you you don't know if you're on the right trail or you don't know what's going on around you. He's like, you don't you don't really want to risk your health. And I'm like, yeah, that that sucks, but you know. I, I guess for the top guys, if they mess up a little, you know, it's. I guess it's kind of like what happened at Last Dog or whatever. You, you know, you, you might take a wrong turn. In this case, it was the fault, but you still got to keep charging regardless. Yeah, yeah it'd be, it would be hard. To, you know, I, I could see that. Like, hey, I'm not going to get the money. Um, so, yeah. but no, man, the, I'm just super excited that we've got. Cody, we've got all the beta guys. We've got, you know, Husqvarna sending out possibly their semi. I heard to battle the goats. I don't know if the KTM semi is going to be there. Uh, Sipes is coming to battle the goats. Um, so it's going to be a good time Who's next that? weekend. Uh, I said Ryan Sipes is coming to battle the goats. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. that's going to be interesting because uh, oh, yeah. he's not a hard enduro guy at all. No. Well, and, and you know the thing I like the most about him is he's put it out there like this is I'm the this is what I struggle with the most. I don't know if I'm gonna make a lap, but I'm gonna go yeah. do it and I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna try it and I'm like you know what I'll pull you around the course. We'll team up. Let's do. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> Drew, um, I don't know if I'm gonna make a lap. I, I talking to Tyler. I barely made a lap last year, uh, and yep. he's made it way harder. So. Ugh. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. We've got we've got a lot of a lot of good people going. I think it's gonna be a good weekend. What uh what's your plan? You guys headed over on Friday? Or are you gonna try to social distance from the family after the last two weeks? I'm not sure. I'll probably come over Saturday morning. It's probably gonna take me till then to get my bike straightened out. <laughs> well, I, I talked to Chuck, and Chuck's actually headed to Tennessee 
after the race and he's hurting and i'm like chuck just bring me your bike i'll work on it for you so i was like i'll put it well, back together I'll, I'll bring you another one if you want <laughs> to I don't, play with i don't know if you can pay me as well as he can right uh okay i see how it is <laughs> and just bring that thing over i'll work on both of them so. the, the, the good news from the weekend for me I, I think i got 18th overall and i'm pretty sure i'm qualified for dko two now well so uh, i went I, well i went through and looked at the results and that was what i was going to ask when after talking to chuck it's so confusing like who went out for lap three and lap two but it shows you there's after chuck there's two or three people that i don't recognize so i think they're okay. probably qualified then it was yep. it was you travis wilson and gavin gavin smith out of chattanooga so i'm pretty sure you three oh, are sweet in so all of you are so i was really excited to see that and that's one thing travis wilson wanted to come up there and uh hopefully get qualified in the tko too travis was riding well uh, yeah he, dude he's coming on strong yeah, well, and even Sam, like, been on a bike for, what, eight months now? Yep. Like, he was a cyclist, but now he's got a dirt bike, and he got 28th overall. Dang. I'm like, if he shows up to Battle of the Ghosts and does that, he might get qualified in the TKO, too. That's what I told him. He was like, yeah, what do I need to think about on Battle of the Ghosts? I'm like, make a lap, and you're in. <laughs> yeah, make, you make a lap. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's crazy that he's that good that quick. Well, pro downhill mountain bike slash road biker, he's, yep. he's got the two-wheel skills for sure. Yeah, so and we, we don't need to let him ride with us any at all because we don't want to give him any more uh, skills. <laughs> yeah, he's got freaking tall. He's so tall, he can't learn anything from us short guys. Oh, man. But, um, well, man, I'm glad it was good. I hate the rain came and threw a little, a little bit of a damper on the weekend, but at least it made it a true hard enduro. Well, I think every race that my family has been to in the history of hard enduro has rained or is just so a dust bowl. There's always something. It, it's 105 degrees. It's never ideal. And we thought Michigan, we're like, of all places, the UP of Michigan perfect. will be beautiful. Uh, Negative. No. I really thought about it when, um, so Extreme Josh posted an Instagram story last night, and it looked like a hurricane because the rain was just spinning right up there on the up and it was he's like rain's not stopping anytime soon and i thought about you guys in the camper which you've been in for what two weeks now and i yep. was just like go figure motorcycle race equals rain with the Preston family we have not had one single drop of rain the entire trip until this morning at 5 a.m oh well then it's your fault you brought it with you <laughs> Well, it could have been the other way around, I guess. So yeah. we, we've, we've had such a good trip, so I'm not complaining. Well, I'm glad y'all have had a great trip. And I guess anything else we need to talk about? I mean, Battle of the Goats, we'll, we'll do some preview coming up. I've got shirts ordered. Um, I've, got, I've got three colors. We decided to add another color, but it's one we've seen before. So nice. Hopefully, she said two and a half weeks for shirts. Okay. So I'm hoping they'll be here for Battle of the Goats. Fingers crossed. Well, worst case scenario, they're not, and we'll have plenty for TKO. Yep. And uh, TKOs, I mean, right Oof. around the corner, I can't believe yeah. it. Yeah, and if, if we are going to put this in the podcast, um, I've talked a lot to TKO about parking. You're supposed to go to Eventbrite and actually buy your primitive camping passes through Eventbrite. 
um, okay. instead of paying for it when you get there. And I think Catherine's going to make a post early next week if you don't do it by August 1st. They are, like, basically canceling your reservation. So um, you can go on there. It's pretty easy. You can buy your spectator passes. You can buy your primitive camping passes. You can buy your RV camping passes um, on there. And it was – it's gotten pricey. I'm not going to lie. A three day spectator pass is over $50 um, or it's $25 a day. So I went ahead and did three days. I think it's like I said, 50 bucks and it's $40 a night for an RV spot with no hookups. So, wow. yeah. So just everyone, if you do hear this, go ahead and get on there. And, and if you've talked to Carrie at, T, at uh, TTC, uh, go ahead and buy your spot and reserve it. So you don't lose it. Well, dang it. So this is going to be out there before I'm home and, and can get my spot. So. Well, no, we, we've already got our spots reserved, but you okay. just have to pay for them. And if you don't pay for them uh, by August 1st, okay. that's when you lose your thing. So we're in the circus tent area. Uh, we'll be behind, I think, the KTM rig um, okay. is kind of where we're going to be this year. So we're not going to be right there where we've been the last, what, five years, six years? Um, right, but we're going to be there and I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I hope, I don't want to say, I hope it's harder because, you know, I didn't make top 25 last year, but I hope it's a good challenge for everyone who comes. Yeah. It, it should be interesting. Surely it won't be as dry as it was last year, but uh, you we, never know. Yeah. You never know. That's what I told Sipes. It's his first year doing it. And he was talking to me about tire selection. I'm like, dude, if you'd have ridden it last year or raced it, it done well, Oh my gosh, he would have killed it! But I'm sure this year it'll probably rain the entire weekend. Um, well, going so, going back a little bit to Battle of the Goats, the yep. uh, the, partic- the particular rider that I heard may be there. Oh yes, um, just a rumor. It is a rock star Husqvarna rider from over the pond. So, oh, is he got we'll see, beautiful? Beautiful. We'll see if that teeth. happens. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I don't. I, I can't say for sure. Oh man, you're killing me with this. Well, and then we'd also heard Manny Lettenbeckler was trying to get in the country, and KTM was going to bring their semi, but yep, I don't know if that's going to happen either. Well, did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear anything about that this weekend? I did not hear anything about that. But how did Benjamin Herrera get here from Brazil? Because he was in Ohio, and now he's here for this race. So I, how'd they do that? I don't know. I guess you can you can sneak across the southern border. No yeah, easy. We don't want to get in trouble on these podcasts saying things like that. Um, I don't know, but I would love if if the if the particular Husker Husqvarna rider showed up for that race. I think he would. He might do well. And the defending champion is out with a broken hand of T, or uh, excuse me, Battle of the Goats. So any talk of Colton? How's he doing? Any anything like that this weekend? The the only thing that I just saw an Instagram story from him that. Looked like he was drinking a rock star, but um, he did not have a cast on his hand. But I think it's removable, so uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he's. I, I don't know if he'll be back for TKO or not. Oof, Probably uh, not. If I had to no. guess. Well, I I know that I saw when he first got his. It's a removable cast, like you said. He said four to six weeks. Um, yep. So that would put him well past TKO. And Noah Kimple, I mean, he came out and had a good race. So, you know, how, give him a, how, did he, give him, how did he do today? I didn't even, um, I, I'm afraid to swipe up that I'll hang up on us, but okay, I think no he miss. was, I think he was seventh overall is what this, I saw. 
this was a weird setup because the pits were wooded, like you know everything was sandy and there were wooded areas, so everybody was kind of tucked into these little spots, and you're, we were kind of in our own little world under the trees, and you know we had a really great spot, but at the same time, you, there were people there I had no idea were there. Like I didn't know Rachel Goodish was there until <laughs> after the race was over, and and like I rode with Martin Ryerson. Yes, on Saturday. I saw he was there. I had no idea. I rode with him, and we we went for a nice like ten mile extreme ride in the Wee Wee Hills, which I'll tell you all about it. That place is pretty awesome. Yeah, but and, um, anyways, I didn't even see him on Sunday at all. You know, well, so I think I think he got pre qualified because he was not that far behind you. Yeah, I think he he's. We were texting, and he said he got twenty fourth or so. So yep. that's awesome. He, well, and I remember. He did TKO on a four-stroke like two or three years ago. And then I was like, you going to do it? I said, are you going to do it the next year? He's like, man, I'm just going to try to qualify through the Mad Moose. And he didn't qualify. But this year, I think he might have. So, he's a nice. good rider, too. Um, yeah, he's he's got the speed for sure. Yeah, he can rip the fast stuff. Um, but so, I guess what you're saying is it's not your typical pit layout where it's like everyone's just right there camping together. You're kind of tucked in little areas. Yes, and then it's like a half mile to the start, and so oh. since I was up front, I didn't like congregate with everybody. And then it was like once that first race was underway, it was like go 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 go, you know, all day long. And then, you know, of course it was just pouring rain. I mean, it was pouring so oh. hard when I finished, so I went straight back to the trailer and tried to get dry, you know, and try to get some nutrients in my body. But. Uh, well- well, the so I think it was the Sherco AMA East Extreme Facebook page had a video of Noah Kimple, and he was he was hung up in a spot, and like the sound of the raindrops was so loud, <laughs> and I was just listening to it. I think I had my earbuds in because I was waiting on a phone call, and I was just like, "That sounds." It, it was wonderful sounding, but if you were there, I'm sure it was not enjoyable. You know, and, and it was the age old. When it was raining, the rocks yep. kind of cleaned off, and there was traction there. But dude, the mud and the oh. um, the logs and yes. all that did not clean off. It, it got worse. So, well, Travis said the same thing. He was like, "Man, when it rained hard, it washed that mud slime layer off the rock faces." He yep. said, "But all those logs you crossed when the mud on them was just miserable." And honestly, the rocks here had better traction than I'm used to. It wasn't really? like that. I guess because it's not as humid as often up here, so they don't get that growth that we have in Tennessee. Yep. So even even the sketchy-looking rocks usually had good traction until you drug mud across them. But well, it, I it w- was it, it was it played with your mind quite a bit because uh, you weren't sure looked, what was going to happen. Yeah, it really looked slick, but it it would be it would have tons of traction. So, uh, well, I will say the rocks in Tennessee for everyone listening have gotten to full slick status if there's any moisture anywhere near them. Like, uh, it, it's They're it's sweating. almost next level. Well, so the creeks, we, we're almost in a little bit of a drought, and then we'll get the afternoon showers. And our normal training loop and skunk bear, there is no water in the creek except a minimal level. But if you try to cross it, it is... You're going down. Oh, going down. I, I told I told Adam and Drew both, who I rode with on Friday, I'm like, listen, there's this one flat rock. It's the slickest rock you've ever seen. <laughs> and they all fell on the first flat rock, which is not the one I was talking about. Then they found the flat rock. 
And so man, it was just that rock is a magnet. Well, there's a tree down on the other side of that uh, creek crossing from the flat rock, and Adam tried to turn across the flat rock, and I'm like, nope, not gonna work. <laughs> so, Did you just sit there and laugh? Oh no, he 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 got to the other side and he said, "That's the flat rock you were talking about, wasn't it?" I said, "Yep." <laughs> I said, "At least I told you." I said, "Don't," because it's so tempting. It's a beautifully of all the rocks out there. There's basketballs, and you see one flat rock, so that's the one. Yep, but, that's it. Oh, oh man! All right, well, you guys drive safe. I'm gonna go to bed, and uh, I guess tomorrow or Tuesday we'll put something together. Sounds good, man. All right, man. Talk to you later. See you. See you.